Welcome to Chaotic Harmony. My name is John. This is Crystal. I'm Mark. I'm Zoe. We talk about the joys and the challenges of teaching music in the elementary school classroom. We share inspiration. We share struggles. We brainstorm solutions. We would love to have you join us. And we're gathered here in the living room to talk music ed. So, Zoe. Hi. It's your turn. It's my turn. We've all been going around and telling our stories about how we became music teachers and, and the, the beautiful things that we've been building at our schools. And so, Zoe, let's get to know you a little bit today. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Me. Thanks for being here. So give us your program notes. Awesome. Well, um, yeah, my name's Zoe Kumagai. I teach at Rosebank Elementary. Um, that's in Chula Vista. It's a small-ish school, around 650 students. Um, yeah, I, uh, have been teaching in Chula Vista for three and almost four years. I um, want to say four years because we're so close to yeah. the end. I know. Five weeks to go. That's right. And then we can officially say oh, My heart just started fluttering. Did it? <laughs> so close. <laughs> it's so close. The countdown is on. I know. I know. Some yeah. of the teachers already have the countdowns on the board. No yep. countdowns. I know. I I'm can't not do about it. the countdowns. I sure. either. It's fun though. Nope. Like if you make it not, not more if you make it creative, it's fun. It just there are ways it's so creative. tempting to make it like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, so close. To for the me end. though, it's more of a countdown for my concert. <laughs> that's more scary. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so. that's where your brain's at. Yep. Yeah, so mm-hmm. almost four years here in Chula Vista. That's right. And you've been at the same school the whole time. I've been at two schools, okay. Rosebank. Um, and before that, I was at Veterans Elementary. And two awesome schools, very different. Um, Veterans is a newer school. Rosebank is one of the older ones. And Veterans is, I think, maybe 10-ish years old. And in the newer part of Chula Vista and much bigger. Were you at that one full-time, and then you changed? I was there, you hired full-time. Okay. And um, I had no classroom, so I had the experience of carting around, mm. um, got so many steps in. Yeah. And <laughs> I'll bet. Yeah. Well, and actually, like, before that, um, for four weeks in the prior school year, so I guess in 2000. 15 i was doing my student teaching very close to veterans at wolf canyon elementary okay the site of our orf levels for the summer right yeah and lori casimiro was my mentor teacher and i was so lucky yeah you were yes that's awesome yes yeah we're gonna have her on later to tell her story Can't wait. but that's that's fantastic that you got to learn from her so how did you is is that how you got into the district then was you did your student teaching with lori I, yes, so okay. I did that. Um, I was doing a master's program in Los Angeles. Uh, it was a master of arts in teaching, and um, the focus was El Sistema. So it's just kind of an interesting program. It's only a year and a half. No, I lied. Ten months, um, and I got my teaching credential. And towards the end of the program, right before the student teaching. Lauren Shelton came to talk to us and she basically recruited us and said, if you come down to Chula Vista for your student teaching, we'll find you free housing. Wow. And so I said, yes, please. Wow. I was living with my parents at the time. So Mm. I was like, oh, sure. Yeah. So I moved to Chula Vista. I stayed with a wonderful host, Joan um, Henkelman, and she lives in Chula Vista and she's a huge supporter of music and opera and um 
yeah, just wonderful. Wow. So your undergrad was music ed? No. My no. um my undergrad was in double bass performance oh. only. And I did have the thought of wanting to learn about education and it was a little bit late in the game. Uh-huh. Um, I think I was a junior. Okay. And they were like, okay, you can stay for another two years after you thought you were going to graduate. And you were like, no, thanks. No, we're not doing that. (laughs) So what what gave you that thought that made you think that you might want to go into music ed? Um, So it was the summer after my freshman year. I went to school in Michigan, and uh, I didn't want to come home that summer. I just wanted to stay there. Hmm. And... um, yeah, so I was waitressing and just kind of hanging out and practicing. And then I got an email that was um, just kind of out of the blue. I didn't know the person. It was like one of the, what do you call it, listserv emails. Mm-hmm. And it was looking for volunteers. So I emailed back to teach um, with this group called Detroit Arts Immersion. And it was totally trans- transformative. We um, it was a bunch of Juilliard grads. Uh, one of like the organizer, Brie O'Mara was from Detroit and she wanted to like bring some of that training back mm-hmm. to her city. So we were at a homeless shelter. We were at a couple different sites and, um, just working with like youth and sharing our our art forms and it was so awesome Mm -hmm. so i was like this is it yeah i want to do more that's really cool did you know that you wanted to do elementary no okay no i i I did not when did that come um well so i uh when i moved back to la i uh to do my my master's i was living at home and um my high school was like hey you want to come back and do some coaching so I was doing that and it was great and I it was nice like to work with my teacher and like to have some private students and that sort of thing but I was pretty sure that that was not what I wanted to do was like conduct and mm-hmm. so it yeah. just didn't light your fire huh it did not mm-hmm. I mean I I mean I like I like working with bassists mm-hmm. but like being amongst the whole orchestra vibe and I mm-hmm. just, yeah, it wasn't for me. Okay. Yeah. And you've, so you've done a lot of work too with the San Diego Youth Symphony with I have. Opus Project. So talk about that a little bit. Totally. So I was really drawn to the mission. And Lauren talked about this when she came to recruit um, at Launchy. So I uh, had heard that like the mission was to make music education accessible to all of San Diego County. Mm-hmm. And, um, how that kind of aligned with this uh, idea of El Sistema, the like Venezuelan mm-hmm. music education movement. Um, and like from that mission grew Opus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went on, and I mentioned this in um, your episode, Crystal, how I ran into one of my elementary right. school teachers uh-huh so after lauren came uh to visit us she was like come come see it like like you'll really you'll get it like once you come see it so we my cohort came down to chula vista to kellogg where um they had an opus site and that's where maya was teaching at the time mm-hmm. and like 
how could you not be blown away? I was so blown away by everything that was happening. When you walked in to Opus for the first time, what what was it about it that captivated you? Well, besides seeing my elementary school yeah, like orchestra director, which was wild. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, just seeing like I, you know, we've talked about the conservatory versus what? What? How did we phrase that? Or versus conservatory. Yeah. Or versus mm-hmm. conservatory. The mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was just it was inclusive. Like, um, it was it was less formal than what I was used to, and I loved that it was at like a school, mm-hmm. um, and there were so many like just family members engaged. So. That was what I ended up writing like my papers on when I was in school was like, how can, um, you know, this Venezuelan uh, model be applied in a U.S. setting, like in a school, partnering with schools. So that really drew me in to Chula Mm -hmm. Vista and like, you know, the point that I really wanted to see played out in real life was like, does it work? Can it work? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So let's go back a little bit. What's your first memory of music in schools for you as a kid? Okay. Um, well, I, I will say that uh, my mom is very musical. Uh, she is a pianist. And so I was super lucky to have that kind of in the background of my life. Mm-hmm. And then, like, my dad also, like, uh, he won't admit to being a musician, but, like, is definitely a music aficionado like would play just like very good music mm-hmm. like you mentioned kind of blue like i grew up with mm-hmm. that too oh, it's I love like that. you know those kind of things just seep in and it's mm-hmm. like you yeah yeah so um yeah i had music from the time i was in kindergarten in the school mm-hmm. um and now that i know the music teacher at my elementary school uh, he was my classmate in high school. He's like now the teacher there. I know that they get a little bit less music than what we offer mm. at our schools. It's about like twice a month. Okay, but that's your first memory. But it was yeah, it was that general music experience. Yeah, and body percussion and xylophones and rounds. We sang Viva la Musica. Oh, yeah, so like, you knew that. I did. How nice. Yeah, that's really neat. I feel like yeah, that's. Your education is very different than Mark's, oh, mine, yeah. and Crystal's. And mine, yeah. Completely yeah. different. I was just, like, very privileged. And, like, I was asking to play the violin when I was around three. Wow. And wow. I have an older brother, and he was taking um, flute lessons, and he was playing flute at school when he was in the fourth grade. So I five years younger. I was four. And so I was like, well, why don't I have my own instrument? <laughs> this is not right. And so my mom's like, you're tiny. You can wait. Um, so when I was five, she gave in, or four and a half, and she's like, okay, let's... Did you start with the violin? I started with the violin. Okay. I did Suzuki Method. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this is not big enough. <laughs> <laughs> How did you go oh from violin God. to double bass? Yeah, so I played the violin for a good six, seven years, mm-hmm. um, and then I got to middle school, and... Um, my mom was gone she was gone for like two weeks and so i was at orchestra and our uh, orchestra director lady was like we need more basses mm-hmm. i was like me <laughs> that's so exciting and she was horrified my mom was horrified horrified yeah why it was just sitting in the living room when oh, she got home. Okay. She's like, no, why is this here? Why is this monstrosity? Not the most portable instrument. It's not. It's not. You yeah. should see my wheels, though. I can only imagine little kid Zoe, 
like hauling around that thing. I mean, pretty similar to me. Yeah. Currently (laughs) hauling around that thing. I haven't really grown since then. (laughs) (laughs) That's really cool, though. Yeah. Yeah. I just made it work, you know. Well, you own that thing, too. I mean, you just kill it. I do. I mean, (laughs) and for me, like, so my my parents are a case of opposites attracts. So my dad is a jock. My Mm -hmm. mom is like a nerd musician. Mm -hmm. So both both of their passions were like we're doing this like you have no choice mm-hmm. you will be a musician you will be an athlete mm-hmm. and to me the base was like so physical mm-hmm. that i could kind of like bring the two together mm-hmm. yeah in a way that like i don't know like basketball like i i still play basketball occasionally and i think there is a rhythmic aspect to it but bass was like I felt like so strong and yeah. It's definitely a full body instrument there for you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I think for most people, for most people, sure. yeah. it's bigger than most. Be- yeah. Everybody. Yeah. So Zoe, <laughs> when you think about music teachers that you've had in the past, sure. Do you have one who sticks out and sure. a story that you can share? Yes. So uh, Diana Gannett used to always say in our bass lessons, "Think with your back." Mm. Mm. Yeah, because when you're playing the bass. You know, you need to access the big muscles. And she had a way of just, like, incorporating martial arts and, like, spirituality, like, zen, like, all these things. And when she would say, think with your back, it's like, okay, stop trying to control all the small things, all your small muscles, and just, like, like, Hmm. you know, yeah. We all sat up straighter when you said that, too. Oh, you have to. You You have to. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. When you think with your back. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Oh, I'm going to, I might use that. It's good. good. That applies. Really good it's really good. That applies to voice. It does. Cause like yeah. right here, your column and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. That's good. That's good stuff. All right. Let's get into development. Let's, let's talk about it. what you've been, the work that you've been doing here in your classroom oh as a general music teacher. <laughs> so let's talk about it. Let's um, go. Did your school have a music? You've had two schools now. So yeah, sure. let's go. Let's go with the one where we were on a cart. Okay. Did either school have a music program before you showed up? Um, as far as I know, at the um, first school on the cart, there was no music program okay. before I was there. And I remember being shocked. I got there on my first day. I was like, okay, where's my room? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you don't have a room. Oh, they didn't oh, gosh, tell you. Didn't tell you? <laughs> so, oh, man. Well, but I was so eager. You sure. know, it was my first yeah. job ever. I was like, yeah, let's do it. I'm ready. Okay. I'm qualified. Did you have materials? Uh, I think they had ordered some, they, there was the package, Uh, the the basic kit. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to Judy Pine for putting together the best general music starter pack in our district. She worked with learn to put together a starter pack of ORF instruments and scarves and a stretchy band and rhythm sticks. And if a principal got talked into getting that, we were set up well. So thank you, Judy at West music. We love you. Um, I really yes. remember. So you the had day. that. No, I remember the day vividly when mm-hmm. the package arrived <sighs> because a um, interviewer from an NPR station in LA came to visit that day to interview me. Wow. And so I was walking her around the school. She's following me, and there's a photographer, and um, we walked Like into- a music teacher has arrived. Like that sort of a deal? Yeah, kind of. Wow, interesting. And uh, we walked into a multi-purpose room, and I'm like, "Wait, what's that in the boxes? That's like the oh. xylophones." Yeah, so that was a that was a cool day. That's really neat. It's funny, actually. The first time 
I, I met you actually yeah. was that article. And then oh. when we were seeing bits of, oh, this person. We need to find that article. Oh my gosh. In the show yeah, notes. there is a picture of me There's. like pointing. Write, write that down so we can do that. We will put, we will dig up that article and we will have it for you. Yeah, in we got to do a shout out to the reporter, Mary. Okay. Yeah, she's awesome. Same. All right. Yeah. Neat. Okay. So you're on a cart for your first year. I was on a cart, you know, and I just made it work. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, so was, yeah, xylophones on the cart, rhythm sticks on the cart, um, had a little Bluetooth speaker. I mm-hmm. uh, just made it work. And then eventually, um, year two, we got ukuleles on a cart. Oh, man. <laughs> a parent. Yeah, an awesome parent. You were loaded down. Yeah, she built me a cart. It was was so it a cool. whole class set? 35. How did that even work? Oh, it was just, <laughs> I mean, I didn't build it. Yeah. Um, uh, gosh, I got to. Well, they actually yeah. built you a ukulele cart. Yeah, on wheels. And then you switched over to Rosebank. Yes. Did you ha- so what did Rosebank look like when you got there? Um, well, Rose, you had a room that, yeah. And Rosebank, it just felt like they're calling out to me because yeah. they, um, were looking for a full-time music teacher and they had agreed to the VH1 grant and the principal, Neil McGaffey, he was in SDYS mm-hmm. as a violist in high school. Oh, wow. And he's got a great wow. story too. Like his family was just so like, you know, supportive of him and his, I think his brothers and doing SUS, they drove from El Centro like every weekend. So basically, yeah, it was wow. a big That's deal commitment. for them. Yeah, so he really wanted strings. So I heard through the grapevine that he was looking. So I was like, oh, I, and I wanted to be at a Title I school. So that was just a great moment. So what, um, what do your kids look like that you work with now? Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I love those kids at Rosebank. So, um, yeah, I've gotten to know them a little bit better this year, actually, from coaching basketball. Okay. But, um, yeah, just like like I said earlier, it's like a small-ish school, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know. I'm still trying to get to know them in year two. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really trying to learn all their names. Mm-hmm. Uh, How many students do you have? Around 650. Okay. Yeah, it's around 650. And, like, they're they're starting to, like, trust that we're actually going to make real music. Okay. Like, they kept saying that the first year. Like, when are we going to make mu- real music? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, okay. When Relatable. you can keep a beat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get us there. <laughs> yeah. They're really trying. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, we, we've talked about, like, yeah, because, like, it, to qualify for the VH1 grant, you know, they are looking for Title I schools. So I think we're at around, like, 75% free and reduced lunch. Okay. That, that sort of thing. But, yeah, I mean, it. we do have, um, like, a transient population. Like, there's quite a few students that will, like, start the year, mm. leave, come back at some point. Mm-hmm. So that's a challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I think our job lends us, you know, like, we what we do helps include people and it's like oh you're back and not everyone knows your name we're gonna play name game today yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. that's really cool what are what are some of the big differences that you're seeing in this year oh wow yeah i mean in um year two like for me personally just like feeling a little bit more comfortable with the staff um at some point some of my staff members were like we're playing basketball today and I was like, okay, I play basketball. I'll join you. So there's that kind of like camaraderie, and that led to me um, coaching. And I found out that there's like other VAPA teachers that are also coaching basketball. So that's been kind of interesting. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and what else? Like, as far as music, like the music that's happening, it's like today we had um, kindergarten. Uh-huh. And my goodness, we were singing Button button you must wander i don't oh, know if you've love, ever played yep. that game button you must wander yes. wonder wonder yes uh-huh and rob um, amton rob amton yeah rob look him up Definitely on youtube if YouTube you video. don't know who that is okay yes. yeah so we're doing that and then i was like you know what i've seen another rob amton video like you can just put a little xylophone in the middle uh-huh. and like so i had that's like, the prize for us if they guess right they uh, get to play the xylophone yes okay mm-hmm. so they we had some playing xylophone and then we had um a uh ukulele from uh, guitars in the classroom oh mm. cool. i was like you know what someone's gonna get to play this green ukulele and nice. they were just like freaking out they're like oh. i'm a rock star oh that's so cute <laughs> so that's the big difference it's like oh like i have my own classroom we're sitting mm-hmm. in a circle we are singing we're playing a game mm-hmm. and like it's just like happening mm-hmm. organically it's not like oh okay we're seven minutes into class i have to start thinking about cleaning up already <laughs> yeah <laughs> How long are the blocks you have? Um, it, it definitely varies. Right now, uh, kinder's at around 30, and okay. then um, first is 30, second through six is 50. Oh, wow. That Once a, a week. Range. Okay. Yep. So, Zoe, let's get into crescendo. Let's do it. Give us a nice something good. Give right. us a good story. Okay. So, you know, previously I had said, you know, I like... Rosebank was calling to me, you know, strings. I've like wanted to play a string instrument my whole life, all this. But then turns out when I got to Rosebank, I was terrified. Yeah. I was so scared to start teaching the strings. I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to do it wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm. Someone's going to destroy something or like <laughs> I'm going to teach them the wrong way. Because, you yeah. know, like I. I told you I did 10 months for my master's and credential. I didn't uh-huh. really have any methods in that class. Yeah. I think strings day, it was a strings day. Um, wow. So, yeah, I was I was really nervous and, you know, a little bit perfectionist mm-hmm. in there, too. Uh, so we had Bob Phillips, oh. legend, U of M Hall of Famer. Uh-huh come to Chula Vista and do a professional development. And uh-huh. that was a game changer for we me. We did. He's incredible. Oh, my goodness. I was so inspired. And he said, you know, he had never taught a class smaller than 40. And I was like, oh, all my classes are smaller than 40. <laughs> and then, and he, he said something about, like, you'll never teach or you'll never reach a student that's not in the chair or something mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, oh, my gosh that's what i'm doing right now they are not playing their instruments enough i'm not reaching them Mm -hmm. so i like that was the day before spring break so when we came back i was like oh we're all going to do this Mm -hmm. and so uh fifth graders you know i just was like everyone's getting an instrument we're doing this good for you and they had some you know some exposure in fourth grade we'd have them out maybe like a handful of days and i got Mm -hmm. nervous and i was like oh not ready Mm -hmm. um so we started it up again and i have this student shouldn't say his name won't say his name um but my goodness like he had in previous classes was covering his ears he's like miss kumagai feel claustrophobic in here like i'm it's too loud there's too much going on and so you know i put him out the back got him his violin and i was like my goodness we're gonna play with a bow on the first day or maybe it's the second day and so we did it just like simple ant song 
if you don't know the ant song, it's each, 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 each and every ant, 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 <laughs> digging in the dirt, 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 underneath the ground, 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 all, all the way, way to China, China, China. China. Yeah. It's the open strings. There you go. There yeah. you go. Uh-huh. So it's super simple, but he was playing it and he just yelled out, I love this. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like that that kind of moment will erase so much of the mm-hmm. anxiety and worry and like feeling like oh i'm not a good enough teacher to be attempting this it's yeah like, oh no. that you got to inspire that moment of joy yep exactly that's wonderful yep. oh i love that me too that's perfect warm fuzzy zoe is there anything <laughs> else there well so we've been ending with everybody with uh how do you define a successful music classroom yeah I like that yeah so what do you think <laughs> a successful program successful classroom what are you working towards well i mean just um i i've been in some like special education classrooms this year and i've been blown away by like the progression and like the achievability mm-hmm. and that to me was like okay like we're all able to learn Mm -hmm. it's a matter of did the teacher take the steps to make everyone successful Mm. and i was like oh okay i can i can i can do something like my own version of that Mm -hmm. so um when i see students feeling like oh yeah i just did something and i'm like okay Mm. yeah then you know you did did your job (laughs) i like that that's great thanks yep. so much zoe thank you that was a fantastic share oh i love yay. it yay <laughs> well so shall we shall we move on to our spiccato all right friends i have a list here i get a little nervous for these for these really well i guess it's very like either or you must choose yes yeah, yeah. but all right when thinking of wall decorations photography or paintings Ooh. Paintings. Paint? Ooh. Uh, painting. Photography. Okay. Nerd. I get, well, I'm a photographer. <laughs> okay, opera or musical theater? I guess musical theater. Musical okay. theater. Yeah. yeah, okay, so here, I love opera, but I seriously feel like it's vegetables and musical <laughs> theater is dessert, so. <laughs> Sorry, opera people. Okay, dogs or cats? I love cats but i'm allergic to them oh that's a sad story yeah it's oh. irony but irony okay cats cats dogs all right if i can actually interject one because the <laughs> opera i wanted to actually inspire me yeah aria or art song Art song. Art song. Art song. All yeah, right. The right answer. <laughs> Boom cats. Am I Boom right? Cats. Boom cats. That's john's catchphrase. All right tv or movies TV. You can do more with it. TV. Okay. TV. Yeah. I'd say that. If we're Netflix and chilling, TV series all the way. <laughs> it's Sunday morning. Yep. Pancakes or waffles? Waffles. Pancakes. Mm. Waffles. I like all the crannies for the syrup. Mm. I like the density. Mm. Or rather, like the texture, should I think? Texture. All right. Well, I'm glad that we discussed that. In <laughs> okay, last one. Superpowers, invisibility or flight? I 
I used to, I would choose Invisibly back in my day, but I think now that I'm, I'm a big boy, I think flight. <laughs> you think you choose flight, huh? Yeah. yeah. Fly. Yeah. Rhymes with Kumagai. Hey. Hey. Oh. I would say flight because I would love to travel anywhere I want for free. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Save on gas. Yeah. Plane tickets, the whole thing. All right. Well, <laughs> that was really helpful. Zoe has chosen a song, Ooh, and we have yeah. another shout out to give here because this song is beloved by another friend of ours. You want to introduce oh, this song? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to artist Collins. Hey, girl. Round of the week. Okay. So we are singing. Ah. Uh, Poor bird. Oh, poor bird. All right. All right. Where, where, where were we in our tone center? Mm. Mm. Oh, we're landing on the same side. I'm impressed. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Ah, poor bird, take thy flight. High above the sorrows of this sad night Ah, poor bird, take ah, thy flight High above the sorrows of this sad night High above the sorrows of this sad night all right where can we find us friends on the interwebs zoe Ooh, i'm at excuse me sorry i'm at <laughs> ms kumagai on twitter ms kumagai on That's twitter right John. You can find me on the Twitterverse at Mr. Seligman. That's M-R-S-E-L-I-G-M-A-N. And you can find me at www.crystalpridmore.com or on the Twitters at Finny Vapa. Thanks for listening, guys. See ya. Bye. Peace. The Chaotic Harmony Podcast is a joint project between Crystal Pridmore, Jonathan Seligman, Zoe Kumagai, and Mark Keemer. You can find us online at chaoticharmonyclassroom.com. You can email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail and let us know what you think. Give us feedback about what you would like to hear in future episodes. We're on all the socials. Find us on facebook.com slash chaoticharmonyclassroom. You can find us on Twitter at chclassroom, Instagram at chaoticharmonyclassroom, and you can even find our episodes on YouTube. Chaotic Harmony is the name of our channel. Special thanks to Brian Pridmore for his help with production and equipment. www.pridmoria.com.